So, we've been talking about it. It feels great. We are on to the divisional round with some incredible matchups in the NFL this weekend. Some really tough games to call ATS. We are joined right now by the big head, James Kelly. Head, what's going on? Not much, Jim. Uh, Happy to be here. Thanks for having me back. Right? You are lucky to be back, dude. You should be happy to be back. Listen, let me tell you something, dude. You are going to need every last thing at your disposal, and the last thing you want to do is jerk with any sort of karma or mojo or juju since these games are tough enough to pick as is. Do I need to spell this out for you, dude? No, sir. Jerking with the Jard's karma was an absolutely idiotic thing to do. What did you get out of that, Head? What did you get out of that? You got your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. You got your clock cleaned. Yeah. You got your bankroll hammered. And for what? For what? A few lame laughs from a few lames on the X. Hope that was worth it, Head, although I know it wasn't. So my question to you, have you learned your lesson? Well, I believe I have learned my lesson, Jim, and I apologize. I feel like I've grown up quite a bit in the past few days, but I do admit if I see that certain commercial pop up in that first game early, I will be a little bit terrified. Um, it's like a commercial actress has me in full mount right now in my head, and I can do nothing about it. In other words, you apologize for absolutely nothing, and you've learned even less. Conor McGregor right here. I'm telling you something, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you a lot of things. Hey, quick aside, how many dogs have you washed this week? Only a couple. It's like 20 degrees here right now, but we got it up and running, and early next week I'm going to have a lot of dogs at that dog wash. Have you gotten any reviews yet on Yelp? No, I don't think I have. No, because it's, it's too cold. I've been close for like four days. It's been right, You're talking out your ass as always. All right, let's do this. Let's, let's do, do this. Texans at Baltimore. The Texans head are a jungle team for the ages. I've made that very, very clear. The Ravens, though, arguably the most complete team in the NFL. Head, what is the number? What are you doing with this game? Your Texans are nine and a half point underdogs. And for the third week in a row, I'm going to pick against your Texans. Uh, here's the thing. This Ravens defense won't have a glass jaw. for the jaw. third week in a row, it's going to bite you in the ass, dude. <laughs> Just keep it up. Keep it up. The difference here. Cleveland Browns defense, ass, overrated, glass jaw. Ravens, not so. They're legit. They rank first in they points, fifth in yards. They were second in the NFL. Yeah, fake numbers, horrible on the road. I should have seen that. My fault. I apologize. That won't happen with these guys. They're even second in the red zone. The best plan of attack is to run the football against the Ravens, but the Texans don't run the football well, meaning CJ is going see that? I, I learned my lesson, I think, well this done, week. Dude. Yeah, thank you. Uh, meaning CJ is going to face this mother of a Ravens pass D. That's first in sacks and yards per pass. On the other side of the ball, there's more pressure on Lamar Jackson than any other player this weekend. He's going to be uh, win his second NFL MVP, as we know. He has uh, the better team in this matchup without question. And this far, he's 1-3 in the playoffs, and his postseason numbers are horrible. Three touchdowns, seven turnovers. 56% of his passes have been completed. A 68.3 rating. That is Mark Bulger bleep. No excuses, though. He will lean on the best running attack in football, but because of the Texans' run D, he will attack a pass defense that ranks 30th in completion percentage and 27th in yards per pass. And I think he does. And I'm going with the myth, the legend, Big Trust, New Era, Eight Apera, Apparel right there, L Jack, and the Ravens ah. minus nine and a half. Miss ah. that one. Damn it. 
Dude, how about Mark Bolger catching a stray? Where the hell did that come from? Dude, I looked up postseason stats, and Bolger, Chad Pennington, all better numbers than Lamar Jackson. All right, so, I mean, yeah. There's a lot of pressure on him, a lot of focus on him. It's a given. It would be against jungle law for me not to ride with the Texans. But putting that aside for a minute, let's look at that matchup. C.J. Stroud and company lit the Browns up last week. And unlike you, I don't think that Browns defense was fake. They were ranked second in the NFL. Didn't matter. Very little does to C.J. This dude only shows up and shows out. And nothing affects him. And, of course, 38-year-old Joe Flacco picked a bad time to remember that he was 38-year-old Joe Flacco, and he gift-wrapped a couple of pick sixes. That hey. helped. Soon-to-be MVP Lamar Jackson is not going to do that. I understand. Jackson. I'll say it again. On paper, hell, on grass, the Ravens, to me, are the best team in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. But here in the jungle, the Texans are unstoppable. And there is something really special going on. It's almost inexplicable, but... You know it when you see it. CJ is just a special cat. D'Amico Ryans has crazy it, has them believing. Offensive coordinator Bobby Slowick is in his first year. He looks like a freaking genius. Genius. The Texans are not afraid. They're confident as hell. They're not here to take part. They're here to take over. They'll shock the world again. Yes, I will take the points. And I'm going to ride with the legend Nick Casario and the football legend CJ Stroud. Texans plus nine and a half. Great job to you, Alan. Packers, Niners. You know what? Head, same deal. A number one seed going against a young team that is playing lights out and is not afraid. I already know there's no way in hell. You pick against your stepbrother, Lobster JR. Mm. Not when he's had two weeks to prepare. Not when his team is well rested. So, what's the number? Give me your thoughts. The Fams 49ers are nine and a half point favorites. You know, I've been thinking about this all week. If an NFL team could choose between having Big Clock or Jordan Love, I'm trying to figure out who'd they take. And it's a really hard answer after the way Love's been playing football the last two months. And it's why I'm taking his Packers and the points here. He's lit. Since November 19th, he's thrown 21 touchdowns to one interception and is averaging 269 yards passing while having a rating of under 100 only one time. No quarterback in the world is throwing the football the way Jordan Love is, and the fact that Steve Wilk's defense, biggest weakness is teams that can throw the ball down the field, and no one in football has thrown more passes, 20-plus yards, than Love has this season. The Packers have also averaged 151 yards Per game rushing the last month, now I am scared, um, bleepless, about my cover with my stepbro, V. Uh, Joe Barry. His offense averages 6.61 yards per play. That is the seventh best mark by any team in the Super Bowl era, and Joe Barry is Joe Barry. Also, the Packers are playing their fourth road game in five weeks, which is not good at all, terrible. Now, uh, sorry, Matt from Green Bay. If the Super Bowl is looking for the best team, it is my fam in the 49ers, but I'll still like your Packers here to cover a plus nine and a half. Wow, 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 team, wow. wow. Interesting as hell. How, how teamwork works. I, I like that. Like All right, so what we got here is the same number as Texans v. Ravens, nine and mm-hmm. a half. Same scenario, minus that crazy jungle karma. You got a young team with an incredible quarterback. You and I are on the same page. Jordan Love is not afraid, and he's looking no. to shock the world. And like C.J. Stroud, Jordan looked incredible last week. In fact, has for the last several weeks. They might just do it. The Niners are going to be awfully tough to beat. They're coming off that bye. They're loaded. But there is a lot to like about Green Bay, starting with Jordan Love. Aaron Jones, by the way, looked great against Dallas. He's been balling out since he came back and returned to health. 
And you heard him on the show this week, right? Mm-hmm. He was all locked in. Love is not going to panic. He's going to make plays. If, here's my argument, if Jones can pound the rock, if they can move the chains, if they can spin the clock, if they can keep the ball away from Brock Purdy, if they can limit San Francisco's possessions, if they can make a play defensively, I'm with you, the defense concerns me, but if they can make a play, maybe a special teams play, maybe, maybe, maybe they steal it, but I'll tell you this much, there is way too much to like about Green Bay for me to say that San Francisco is going to blow them out. I don't see it happening. I'm with you. I'm going to take the pack. And I'm going to take the points. Green Bay, plus nine and a half. Love to see it. Bucks, Lions, love this matchup. I'm going to skip my thoughts on that going in. I'm going to let you run with it. What is the spread? Who do you like? Uh, the value here would be plus six and a half for people that like Tampa Bay, and I do not want that at all. I'm going with the Lions and laying the points. I love Brad Holmes and the roster he's built. The offense is humming. They're top five in yards per play, points per play, EPA per play, per rush, and per drive. Also, in seasons past, blitzing and a Todd Bowles D would give Jared Goff problems. But this season, Goff has averaged more yards per attempt when blitzed than when not. And I looked at some numbers here. He played four games um, against the top five blitzing teams in the NFL this season. He's averaged 302 yards passing per game, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He the wants question- that, right? What's See, I'm that? sorry to interrupt. He wants it. He doesn't care he, about the blitz. He wants it. He wants it. He wants it. Big time. He wants to prove the doubters wrong. Um, the question is, is is his defense right? I don't underestimate Baker Mayfield like C.J. Gardner-Johnson does, but C.J. secondary should have help because Carjack of the Lions. Carjack to you. What's that? Carjack to you. <laughs> Carjack Gardner-Johnson. That is some great sound right there. So good. Uh, sorry, go ahead. He should um, have some help because of the Lions' stout front seven and that Molinari run game of the Tampas. It doesn't hurt either that PFF has the Bucks as their worst offense, worst defense, and worst special teams units left. Biggest worry here, Jim, Tampa is a warm-weather team. Weather reports suggest slight chance of rain, 23 degrees. How are you going to handle that, Todd? You do know we play indoors, right? They got a oh. Damn. Good point. My bad. ATS, the two best teams in football here, both covered 66% of their games, but I'm going with the ATS GOAT, Cannibal and his Lions, minus 6.5. The ATS GOAT, I've been saying it all week, I'm happy as hell for the Lions fans, for the Lions organization. I've also been saying all week, I'm happy as hell for Baker Mayfield. You know I love that dude, his heart, his grit, his will, all that stuff. I think he's a hell of a leader. I love the way the Bucks have responded to him. Now, having said that, you never really know what you're going to get from them offensively. They just did get by Carolina in Week 18 in a game they had to have. But then they rise up and they knock out Philly last week. I also know this. The Bucks cannot run the ball. They cannot run the ball. Mm-hmm. And especially against Detroit, who's got the best run defense in the league. Meaning, Baker better wake up feeling dangerous and hunt that Lions secondary, because at times, as we've talked about, mm-hmm. that Lions secondary is prone to lapses of assery. Interesting game. <laughs> I just think it's too big of an ask. It's too big of a lift for Tampa Bay. The Bucks are a great story, but asking them to go into that house and deal with that entire city of Detroit is too much to ask. I am going to ride with the Lions Beautiful. and lay the points. That joint is going to be fierce. I love Baker, and part of me would love to see him pull it off. I'd love to see that for Baker, but I just don't see it. Lions, minus six and a half. Nice. What do you think, Tommy? I'm going to ask you, do we save the fourth game for next hour, or do we jam it in here? Head? 
Your weekend is not starting yet. Oh. I'll see you next hour, dude. You're not oh. walking off on that. I want to make sure you have enough room. Chiefs and Bills. I thought we had time. See you next hour, Head. Sorry about that. Not sorry at all. I'd like to apologize, Head, for thinking that your weekend was going to start at the end of this segment. I'd like to apologize for absolutely nothing. You stay on the clock. You show up next hour, and we'll pick that game. I don't want to shortchange you, dude. Even though the streak's broken, he and I agreed on two things. Yeah, I told you. I was not going to disagree with him out of spite two weeks in a row. I mean, it is about business. It is about money. It is about getting it right. All right, so the way this sets up, top of the third hour, which is about 10 minutes from right now, Andrew Brandt will join us. He obviously has lots of takes on the Packers and the business of sport. Andrew Brandt will be joining me in about 10 minutes. On the other side of that, I want to finish what I started with the big head. We have not yet talked about Buffalo and Kansas City. That's the one game with a much smaller spread. Minus two and a half, last I saw. So you'll get both of our thoughts and our picks on that game. Show. All right, so James Kelly, I'm going to re-engage with right now. Hey, big head, you just shot me a picture. This is incredible. Is there a bar somewhere that has your segment and your face on TV? Yeah, right now, Mr. Peabody's in Encinitas, California. They're, my buddy's sitting there at the bar, and he just shot me the picture of it. Dude, what, what did your buddy think? I don't know. He hasn't seen me in like 30 years, so I'm sure he was surprised. Like, what the hell are you doing? Now, I, I bet what he said was, why are they using a picture from 30 years ago of you? Because he knows you don't look like that anymore. He did make fun of my uh, big head and knew exactly why they call me Big Head because of my forehead. That was really nice. Is, is that a dude that you've not heard from in a long time or somebody a you're calling? A long time. Graduated with him in high school. <laughs> it's been incredible. A long time. Shout like, yeah. out. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Peabody's yes. in Encinitas. Yeah. Thanks for putting us on. Yeah. Thanks for putting that big head on. There I'm looking go. at the picture. It's actually awesome. It is cool. Encinitas is a cool town, dude. I heard it's beautiful. Down it's, there. Have you not been? A little bit drove by, not spend a lot cool of time. Cool town. Is it? Very cool vibes. Very cool vibes. I have not been in that bar, but a shout out to Mr. Peabody's. Hey, good looking out, y'all. Thanks for putting us on. All Love right, it. so let's finish what we started. Okay. We had a good segment, but Chiefs and Bills. Here we go again, but this time it's Chiefs at Bills, which of course is noteworthy because the Chiefs have never been at anyone's anything in Patrick Mahomes six years as a starter in the postseason listen head to me both these teams belong here both these teams are dangerous both could still end up in Vegas but both could also melt down at the worst possible time Mm -hmm. inconsistent seasons for both but they have each given themselves a chance that's all you can ask for what is the latest number and I cannot wait to hear how you play in this the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites to reach the AFC Championship game here. I think it's going to be close, so I will take the Chiefs oh. and the points. <laughs> Few worries about the Bills here. Yes, they won their first matchup by three, but after they jumped out to a 14 nothing lead, I thought Spags put a clinic on Joe Brady for the remainder of the game and had Kadarius not gone Kadarius Casey wins that game. Also for Buffalo, injuries are adding up. And uh, they're playing this game on two fewer days rest, which is a massive, massive deal, especially for an Andy Ryan coach team. Let's just hope Preston and Casey is right about Josh Allen not getting his hump on this week. The bottom line is week. Josh Allen can't ever get the hump. That's right. We don't need tired legs, Josh, at all. 
Um, also, there can uh, corner situation Josh in Buffalo Allen. is not great. Rashi Rice is a real problem. He's a star in the making. Now the Josh Allen. That's high praise, Mahomes, dude. Dude, he's he's, he's making a difference, Allen. and I know they need him. Do you feel Do you feel strongly about that? He is a star in the making. I do. Third in the NFL this season, and yak. Uh, for receivers behind your guy, St. Brown, and I believe C.D. Lamb. He is a star. I love him a lot. I, I'm not going to argue with that. I like okay. him, too. Uh, Josh Allen v. Patrick Mahomes matchup. Interesting. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen, yes, that guy, hasn't gone two consecutive Who? games without throwing the ball Who? to the other team. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. He didn't throw an interception v. Pittsburgh. But Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes, yes, that guy right there, has only Josh done it Allen. once himself. His last two games he's played, meaning... They both are due to split the uh, other team's numbers here. Who's going to beat themselves? And, yes, Jawan Taylor scares the hell out of me in that department for Kansas City. But it's points, not a win. And Mahomes as an underdog is gold. Let's just hope that Taylor Ono curse isn't there to ruin the cover. Chiefs plus two and a half on the road. You know, he is absolute gold. Gold. As an underdog ATS, Mm -hmm. he is. I know this. You know... Man, that's tough. You make you make a really persuasive argument. I gotta admit, sometimes I think you're talking out your ass, and sometimes I'm like, this dude's right. This dude's right. I don't know. I mean, like, it sounds like a broken record, but the Chiefs are the defending champs. They do still have Patrick Mahomes. They do still have Andy Reid. But if Mahomes threw it to my man Mahomes? Andy Reid, he would drop it because almost any time he throws it to any of his receivers, they drop it. And when they're not dropping passes, they're committing stupid penalties or dropping passes and committing stupid penalties. On the other hand, to your point, they are 8-1-1 against the spread when Mahomes is a dog, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. The Bills are busted up defensively at linebacker, at cornerback, and is Josh Allen going to hurt them by playing Josh hero Allen. ball like he is prone to do on the big stage, or is he going to show up like the Hall of Famer that he's going to be one day? I don't know, man. Tough call. Thing is, to me, the Chiefs look like themselves last week, but I don't trust them. Yeah, I still don't off. trust them. I don't think they're right. I don't think they were what they were. I don't even think that Mahomes trusts the guys that he's playing with right now. They're Mahomes? not right. The Bills are busted up, but they're hot. They're at home. They're balanced offensively. They can run the ball. I think they will do just enough defensively. I think they'll feed off the mafia. I think they'll survive in advance. I will lay the points. Buffalo minus two and a half. Love it. I hope you're right. Why? You went the other way. Oh, yeah, I know you do. I know you do. I know you're right. (laughs) You got them. You have that bet, don't you? Remind the clones which you hit them at. I think it was twenty-five to one. I got to look at the thing, but twenty-five, 25 to one, one when dude. they were six to when they were six and six. I hit them at twenty-five to one. So all these horrible just bets to win the AFC, up. dude. Not to win it all, right? Just Correct. to win the AFC. Yep. That's it was right. fifty to one to win the whole thing, but I'm like, nah, I can't go against the fam there. But yes, twenty-five to one. That'll make up for some rough weeks here. That's a great Correct. play if you hit that. All right. So since we did it over two segments, especially, can you reset the whole thing? The four picks. What do you have? Ravens minus 9.5 v. Texans. Packers plus 9.5 at San Fran. Lions minus 6.5 v. Bucks. Chiefs plus 2.5 at Bills. And I did not go Jameis again. Not one A1C joke for me. Look at me. I did it. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. All right, go ahead, dude. Put it up on the X if you want. Good job, head. Well done. All right. All right, so he and I are on the opposite side on a couple of the picks. It's going to be a great weekend, though. And I'm looking at the picture. Mr. Peabody's in Encinitas. 
hey, listen, you want to shout out like that? Put the show on in your establishment. Make sure somebody gets it to me if I don't see it myself, and you will get your shout out. Mr. Peabody's good looking out. Of course, the head has got a buddy in the bar at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah! But I'm glad the bar is showing the show. Encinitas is a cool place. 